millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, you just clip, just clip that bit where I talk about my dad lacking emotional skills. <laughs> then you like put that right at the top. He'll never know. <laughs> we know. are kind of, we've kind of established a brand for ourselves of having like really like long rambling intros and just random conversation before we actually get to what we're supposed to be talking no. about because no, no our our intros are talking about how we don't have an intro and like yeah, yeah. yeah we we just kind of ease into it we don't have a set thing yeah yeah pretty much so actually i should where, pull where, up the... where are you guys i know you're both east coast where are you based uh, I am just outside of Albany. Albany? The administrative capital of New York, I believe. I hate this place. <laughs> it's so lame. I... And she's a fucking Long Islander. Uh... Yeah. Right what's, the, what's, what's the Long City. Island stereotype? I can't think of, like, New Jersey. Oh, it's... What's Long Island? It's just an island next to New York, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Um, we're we're passionate about our uh, bagels and pizza. Mm -hmm. So, um, lacrosse is big here. Oh, that's a shame. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> lax lax bros take over this island. A lot of lax bros. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's such a it's such a, it's such a sort of um, fanciful sport to be broish about. It really is. Like a little net on a like, stick. I apologize also. I get nervous, try and make jokes, and I might insult you uh, because then you turn around and say, No, oh, I love I lacrosse. Know. And I'm like, Oh shit. I oh, please. I insult, I insult oh, myself um, every minute of every day. That's fine. You can do it to yourself. When somebody turns up and goes, Fuck you. Less mm -hmm. nice, less fun. Valid. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of I... fuck yous that um, you don't expect to be giving to people. I was listening to an episode of Stellar Firma, and I was sitting here on my bed, and then Trexel said something about snakes and how they're poisonous and scary, but some of them are fine and pets for some reason. And hold on, demonstration here. I look over to my left, and who is sitting in her tank? But... My pet ball python. Hey! As I'm you know sitting what? there in my Stellar Firma t-shirt listening to the episode. So. Oh, you're a little so frozen there. Sort of... Oh, I'm back. Do yes, I you're back. There you we go. go. But yeah. There it is. Yeah, I was just saying that the the snake is sort of also a little a little a little loaf. She is like a little French bread. Like she's a, a little croissant. A little and she's supposed to shed soon, so <laughs> I'm gonna croissant. put her back because she's probably not in the mood. You go shed in your tank. Yes. You pop in the tank. Also, how how big is the tank? Because you're uh, leaning right down, like you're getting it out of a sock drawer. That's no, what confused me. I was like, oh, yeah. she must be getting a snake. Wait a minute. Um. Oh, also. I didn't check pronouns. What's everyone's pronouns? Uh, she, her. 
she, her. Cool. And and you? Uh, he, him. Okay. There he it. goes. Um, yeah, no, I just did that thing where I always should check and then I forget. And then somebody has to politely tell me and I'm like, I'm so sorry. And they're like, it's fine. I'm like, no, but it's not fine. It'll never be fine. I'll die with this shame. <laughs> I'll think about this for like three weeks straight. And yeah, then yeah. probably like every night when I'm trying to go to sleep. I remember when I, to I stole a bubble kit that Gregory Topping won in primary school. I think about that on a daily basis. I'm full of shame. <laughs> Same, honestly. Sorry, Gregory. But yeah, no, the but tank is always... like two feet by two feet by three feet it's fucking massive because she's going yeah. to be like five feet long someday with a big ass python she's a little baby but we've got a uh, we've got a daegu do you know daegus that's awesome yeah. i love like i love reptiles that's another thing i'm like way too excited about the python would love to eat them i'm sure <laughs> um uh, she's really like... stupid i don't know man <laughs> the daegus are pretty thick um, they occasionally fall off things while they're trying to get to treats. Um, but we, we sort of gently got bigger and bigger cages. At one point, a bird cage, because it was the best option. But now it's like as tall as me and about four foot wide on wheels. It's just got slightly out of hand. But yeah, oh rodents, rodents love to burrow around. Uh, but yes, it sort of started as quite a small cage. And, and yeah, one day it was the largest thing we owned. <laughs> Isn't that how it always is? It is. You need like a whole room dedicated, like not no I cages. <laughs> with runs, with like little little yes. shelf runs. Yes. Mm. One of my life goals is it. to just have like a snake room, with just a bunch of snakes. <laughs> You'll have two houses, one for you, one for your snake. <laughs> yeah, instead of like a pool and house, what, uh, just the snakes. <laughs> at a certain point, you've just started a zoo. Like, yeah. That's how zoos start. You have a point, but. Who's gonna stop me? It's true. I mean, true. Hey, I'm not. I'm, I'm not coming to Albany for for many reasons. <laughs> yeah, Certainly well, not to there's. Stop you building reptile house. <laughs> yeah, well, there's also plenty of reasons not to come to Albany. What's Al what's Albany's what's Albany's beef? What's wrong with Albany? Is it just tedious? Is it like Canberra? Take that Canberra. Um, so there's just like nothing like it at first you see it and it has like kind of cool city vibes i had like an internship in like the kind of like actual downtown area once and like looking there and walking i was like oh it's kind of cool like i feel like i'm in like new york for like like new york city for like a moment i'm cool and no, urban. you're not listen but i feel like i'm like cool and urban and you know not living in my childhood bedroom <laughs> but in all those buildings it's just fucking administrative bureaucratic just like yeah. absolute nothing like there's no nightlife there's like a theater is it is it like like brick city like is it just like is that that like new england vibe mm. like red uh, brick and white bell tower thing is that, i don't know really? if i've ever been to albany yeah don't it's I've not worth it and also like i went albany to the same school like k through eight and we have one museum. It is the Natural History Museum. I have gone to that museum so many fucking times, and the exhibits never change. Well, I mean, is natural history going to suddenly change on you? It takes a while. <laughs> but, like, they're, again, just, like, everything is the same, and it's really boring, and, like, it's not close to anything fun. Like, you you're, know... You're upstate New York, so you're, you're yeah. in, like, at least cool woodland. 
Not really. I mean, it's like, yes, it is upstate New York, but it's not like woodsy. It's just suburbs in Albany. I'd say, I'm just thinking about Long Island now because that's where I'm from. Our biggest thing is we're right near the city. Like, I'll tell people, oh, yeah, like not from here. I'm from Long Island. Oh, it's like a half hour from the city. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah and you have oh, that. Like, you can go places and do things. None of that for me. a terrifying metro train. It's a yeah. oh, right in the that, city. That is like a whole sport in and of itself. Like making subways and trains. Mm-mm. No. Well, because we, I'm, I'm, I'm originally from just outside of of London in a, mm-hmm. in a beautiful town of Watford. They call it the Albany of England. And God, it, I hope it, not. Like, it, <laughs> I mean, I think that would be a step up. At least they'd have some administrative hubs as opposed <laughs> to what they currently have, which is mid-range nightclubs and occasional fights. Um, oh, we do have and... a sister city in Russia. That's one thing we've got going on for us. I think ours was in Poland. I think we have a sister. Ours city is in Tula. So, Fuck you, Albany. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're right on the edge of the Met Line, which is like the longest out into the sticks of the London tube lines. And mm-hmm. it was, I must say, it was pretty great to be able to get on basically to the tube in your hometown suburb and then get all the way into London, into the tube system. But I appreciate that the tube system in London, for all its many, many faults, is like one of the good ones when compared to like the New York metro system, which sort of of rattles around gets to a couple of places and mostly frightens you with, with the new york the subway system is <laughs> absolutely terrifying and i didn't realize how like on a global scale how like how Disgusting. low my standards are until i went to st petersburg for oh, study abroad amazing there. and i'm just like i'm in these beautiful like carved from solid marble immaculately clean and i'm just like i have to pay like i know exchange rates and everything but like i have to pay more money to use the new york city subway system where it smells like piss and i might get stabbed yeah there is there is a definite trade-off if you're willing to accept the fact that at some point in the construction of this some labor camps were involved with the fact it's very affordable and looks pretty it's the trade-off you have mm-hmm. with it with it with it he's like hey look look at this carved marble do not think about where this carved marble came from <laughs> But then again, I suppose in New York, you've got you've got other difficult history, which I won't get into mm-hmm. because I appreciate the deeply dark path with which I have now engaged. <laughs> yeah, it's like the different. Both of these came from a horror. Stares path. at the Irish flag on my ceiling. <laughs> if you couldn't yeah. tell from yeah. my name, I've only, you know what I don't know your second name. I only know Kelly K E L L E Y. My middle name is yeah, Rose. Prob- yeah, 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 that'll do it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. In the words of our <laughs> Lord and Savior John Mulaney, in case you couldn't tell from the everything about me. Oh, you disappeared. I missed the punchline. Uh, the line cut out. <laughs> uh, in case you couldn't tell from the everything about me. <laughs> I keep wanting to. I watch a John Mulaney stand up special, and then I will want to make jokes as John Mulaney for about the next two days, but I can't get the accent right. Oh, I, it's, got... a, it's a gift. The ability to which I have every single John Mulaney special permanently etched into my brain and can recall like exactly the pitch and intonation that he says everything just, like, with. Just like and pull it out. Yeah, I could just rattle yeah. off an entire one right now. Oh man, I love him so much. She's the one who so suggested crazy. using the John Mulaney gif to <laughs> get your attention that second time because I was like John Mulaney cannot fail. The us. man can't yeah. fail us, and also if you. 
go like two episodes back from this one, I start the episode by saying that I'm really anxious because I tried contacting you and I haven't heard back yet. And not to be like, and I'm like, I know there's so many reasons for this, but I also keep telling myself that this isn't going to work out because nothing else has at this point. And I'm like... (laughs) Statistically speaking. Statistically speaking, this isn't going to happen. And I think it's really funny (laughs) that people who listen to this in sequential order are going to hear that. And then two episodes later, guess who's here? This guy. We did something, finally. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Just a, a slight warning. Generally, the connection is good, but I occasionally lose. I occasionally lose bits and bobs. So if I just sort of like nod politely, and then don't properly react to something you said, because I'm trying to play it cool about my slightly dodgy <laughs> internet connection. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> say, I can't, I can't stop the podcast every wait, three seconds. The what? internet here is not. Did you say? Say again. We have a podcast ghost that like frequently visits visits us and like messes with our do, tech. Like, yes. Oh yeah, I've I've, I've met that cunt. Uh, What's the swearing uh, policy? Oh, you can say anything. whatever you want. Absolutely anything. I always appreciate being from England. We're much happier to say cunt than in America. I appreciate in America. It's like, what did you, what did you fucking say to me? And in England, I, it's like we yell it at people as we go fast. I, it's all in good fun. I really do love the like Australian specifically the way they just toss that around like it's nothing. Oh, the, the, the Scottish, I have a, my, my um, uh, main improv um, partner in, in the group, Simon Plotkin, shout out to Simon, um, he is, he's from Scotland, he doesn't sound like it though, because he's from Edinburgh, which is the English bit of Scotland, uh, many people would be very cross at me saying that, but it, we all know it's true, <laughs> um, and he has, so he has basically no discernible accent, unless he, he wants to, and then he can turn it on, and turn on like the really thick frightening, um, but he used to have a stand up a bit about how if you're in Scotland and someone calls you a cunt, it's a okay. It's like, hey, you, you cunt, friend. It is <laughs> called how you're in real fucking trouble. Mm. Like your grandma would say, oh, the poor wee cunt. Um, but if somebody says, all right, pal, that's, you know, that's the level. If they don't swear at you, that's when you mm-hmm. run. There's, that's like, when someone says, like, this is like the American South, if someone says, like, oh, bless your heart, like, <laughs> I mean, fuck you. You, you better you. feel bad. <laughs> thing is, I'd be like, oh, that was nice. Oh, what a nice person. Yeah, I mean, I try, I try to avoid crossing the Mason-Dixon line when I can. <laughs> yeah, what's the other one? Um, um, lots of, lots of, lots of calling people um, darling when what you mean is shut up. Yeah. Like, oh, mm. darling. Like, yeah, okay, I understand. I understand. <laughs> Stop speaking to me. One of those in England. I don't yeah. know, I think we're more direct. No, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if we've got. I'm sure we have got one, but I've I've got you know, podcast stage fright, and I can't think. Yeah, it's all good. No, I'll come back to it. I'll just yell a word. That's fine by us. <laughs> um, bit a quick dip into and when you world yell it out, news. That's the part where it's gonna cut out, and no one will ever know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> so yeah. say quick dip quick into dip world news. news. Uh, how 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 is everything in the UK right now? Oh, cracking. Oh, mate, it's great. Love it. Love it. We're in the weird position of we are, because we've been fucking stuff up really, like, solidly for the past 200 years or so. Um, but more recently with, with yeah, our, our, our current government. God bless them. You know what? That's ours. We say, ah, oh, God bless them. And, and by <laughs> I like that. 
um i let's just say i disagree with them strongly on almost every issue um but despite all that we're somehow doing slightly better than some of our neighbors in terms of like getting getting vaccines out there and doing stuff like that so that's like our one thing at the moment is that we're vaccinating people pretty quickly um i think despite i think it's a it's a good on good on the nhs on on, on that particular one um so we've got that one thing going for us at the moment um and then and then everything else is is horse shit um and yeah unaccountably he's not that unpopular i don't get it i don't understand and it makes me sad you hate to see um, it you hate to see it you hate to see someone you despise with your very core sort of bumble his way to go, oh, oh, oh remember churchill and then everyone votes for him i don't get mm-hmm. it i don't get it um but yeah but yeah and currently we're just in a mixture of 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 both sad and gleeful memes about the uh recent recent death of one of our of our of our, of our royal family because people either hate them or think they're the best thing since sliced bread yeah see i found really out about online. that not through any official news outlet but because i went on twitter and people had already started up with the john mulaney killed prince philip jokes I, what, what was the connection there? Okay. Did he do a bit about Prince Philip? Okay, here, here's me showing off my perfect John Mulaney accent, by the way. So there's a bit where he's talking about how his mother would blame him for things that happened on the news. And he said, and he goes like this, he goes, My mother would blame me for things that happened on the news. That is true. She came into my room one morning and said, I just heard that Princess Diana and her lover, Dodi Al-Fayed, have been killed in Paris like I had something to do with it. And I said, Mother, I've been here all night. The TV's warm. You can feel it. Luckily, I had a good alibi since I was in Wisconsin and 12. But his callback didn't line up. Someone did the math. Didn't line up to the exact age he was at that time. So someone said, oh, John Mulaney killed Princess Diana. And that became a whole meme. So, Prince Philip bites the dust. I mean, John Mulaney. It's... It is hard. It's hard not to draw the line, and I expect your true crime podcast, um, The Mulaney Files, to have a <laughs> deep dive on this very subject. You know what? I just thought of the bit that I keep on referencing from John Mulaney. It was when um, he was like, um, "And you saw that kid hit that hit that other boy, but I was on but the I bench. was over on the bench. Yes, and, what, and I was over on the bench. But I was so over if, on in the Nazi, bench. In Nazi Germany, you'd have just stood." and then my mom said i made a salad with craisins (laughs) he he drove into a mcdonald's he ordered a black coffee without sugar and and then he he drove drove away (laughs) what a yeah sorry i'm I'm sure i'm butchering i'm butchering the lines that's all good i just again carved into my brain yeah yeah there's a horse in the hospital nothing ever made more sense to me than that like, as a person who voted for the first time in that election and hadn't really, like, paid oh, attention. Your fault. I mean, put two and two together. You hadn't voted before in another election. You voted in that election, and then this all happened. That's I mean, literally... I'm not, I'm first not... of all, that's how Greek <laughs> philosophy works. Aristotle would agree with me. He I absolutely would. Um, but no, I didn't vote because I was, like, in eighth grade. <laughs> oh, okay, well, I mean, surely that you know demonstrates a lack of polit- lack of political dedication on your part i mean exactly. yeah but i am i am but yeah. a child sure but yeah i voted loads in your election <laughs> and i'm not even from there so if i can make the effort what about you yeah think about that next time you 
in Whole Foods. What do I mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think, like, what it, what, it, what implies that you're sort of, like, uh, vaguely apathetic in your life? You're in Whole Foods? Why would that I be mean, a little. I don't know. A little. a little. Trader Joe's means you're on the ball, because you're looking for the deals, but you're not oh, stuck up Oh, I love Trader Joe's. It. I love Trader I've never I love been. Target. I, I love the idea. You've never been? No, they don't have them over here. We have oh. we have Costco. We have Costco. Uh, well, over here we love Costco. Costco is like a, a a real treat because you don't really buy in bulk in 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 the UK before Costco came over. Mm-hmm. And then I remember going in there and it was like this is a shop and they've got a thousand liters of corn oil and also a trampoline. I fucking love it here because I'm <laughs> eight. Um, so I remember that being that being great. And also remember they used to sell they used to sell absolutely trim like gigantic bottles of champagne like a bottle of champagne as tall as I was I was a child but still that, that's still big um, and that is my uh, presiding member of Costco we got that and our, our local one is called Booker's which is where all of the like the shops like if you want a case of 60 Mars bars with that tear off lid that also then becomes a back advertisement you go to Booker's that's nice. just some local knowledge for you I love it I have never uh, been to the UK. I would very much like to at some point when I'm allowed to leave my house again. Visit us in 2025. Enjoy. <laughs> and you know what? When you come to the UK, go to Edinburgh. It's it's one of the best bits. Go to Edinburgh and then you know, fuck off around Scotland. It's, Did they it's the best film? Bit. Weren't they filmed part of Doctor Who? It wasn't Edinburgh. Uh, it was Glasgow, right? You could, yeah. I'm. Do you know what? I think over the years they've probably around quite a lot places. of places. But I feel like I, I read that somewhere BBC, recently. I think weirdly it's a BBC Wales production or a BBC Bristol production. It's over that side of the country. So I imagine there was... Because it, it used to be the case that it was ex- uh, filmed almost exclusively in quarries um, because they wanted like alien landscapes on the cheap in like the 70s. And so they would just go to... An, like there was like a quarry they used to go to. Like mm-hmm. like Star Trek. Where they yeah, I was literally like, just about to one, say that. <laughs> one quarry in nevada somewhere and they were like just fucking do it all there <laughs> it's fine put a filter on the camera that's all we get need. into that weird lizard costume where you can see the joins and then we'll and then we'll have um uh, william shatner fight you incredibly slowly just so slowly love that he telegraphs his punches i've always said that about shatner i do love the original series just because i have like ridiculously old parents so like, my dad showed me a lot of the original series when I was 240 kid. years old. Like, okay, well, as of today, today is my birthday. I am 23. My dad is 70. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, because I'm 20... Oh, how old am I? Um, 20... Happy birthday, by the way, before Thank I blast. You. Happy birthday. <laughs> I got you nothing. Um, you, break, you brought us your present. Yeah, you showed up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Although if you start telling people that their gift is that you turned up, it means you're like some sort of deadbeat dad. Um, <laughs> I showed up, didn't I? Um, stop crying. Um, so uh, what was I saying? I've completely uh, lost. Control. Oh yeah, no, yes. So I'm I'm 28, and my dad's yeah, mid mid to late 60s, I think. Late 60s. I should know. I don't know how old my dad is. I don't know how old my mum is. I sometimes forget how old I am. I think I have an issue of some kind. Oh, I I really do forget as well. Like it, it started off with certain members, like oh, it's their age again, and then and then it is now happening to me. Like I'm the, no, no, I'm not that age anymore. I didn't yeah. hit that age yet. 
Yeah, it's weird that my age starts with a two. I feel like I'm still, like, a child. My dad yeah. goes about how he thinks he's about 16. And he's old now. I think people who are born in the year 2000 are so lucky. Because, like, they don't gotta do math. My sister! They're just, they're just so lucky. Just whatever year it is. You know yeah. what? That's why they're so selfish. I've mm-hmm. always thought. Did I mention I have a massive problem with millennials for some fucking reason? <laughs> Because I Same. read an article on BuzzFeed that said 12 <laughs> things that millennials have... Millennials have destroyed restaurants. It's not economics. It's millennials. I yes. hate that. And I also hate the way that millennials are like... Especially like the older millennials are like making all those stupid songs like, Oh, fuck you, Gen Z. I'm like, no 15-year-old is ever going to think that someone who's almost 30 is like cool. You're never going to no. be the epitome of cool to a teenager. Mm-hmm. Just let there it go. Is no, there is no point in history at which... like. The, sli- the people slightly older than you scorn has ever like impacted there's like there's greek texts where they're basically saying kids these days yeah from no. two and a half thousand mm-hmm. years it's ago it's always how it is gonna, <laughs> gonna fix it they don't they don't appreciate the kind of columns we have these days <laughs> and it's just yeah i don't i don't th- i think there's no i think there's no point in it i think it might be connected to a fear of encroaching death and you just sort of displace all of that terror into rage against the younger generation. Like, if they turned up and it turned out they all had, like, lasers for faces and were killing cats, fine. Be cross at the younger generation. But I think they're broadly exactly the same as you were, except they've got iPads. And that's basically... <laughs> you know what? Not even anymore. iPads is something that somebody who's 35 has and holds up at school play to film their child. Yeah. That's who yes. has an iPad now. Kids don't have iPads. End of sentence. <laughs> <laughs> End of tangent. I'm very, very used to doing um, two-person improv with my brother where I can just yell for five minutes and then he goes, cool, okay, I'll move on. But I forget <laughs> that when a mixed company, they kind of go, Are you, is, was that supposed to go somewhere? Oh, it wasn't. Okay, cool. cool. Oh, well, now we'll, but it has that gap. Yeah. Which Ben has learned to get rid of. Love that for him. Feel free, what I'm saying is feel free to move on real hard from anything I say. We do that to ourselves a lot. Like, we'll end some weird tangent that we got on from answering a question, and then we'll just be like, Wait, how did so? we get here? <laughs> yeah. That's like... It's why, it's why sketch, sketch shows have it so good, because you can just cut the scene. But when you're in a conversation with people, you can't just, like, hold up a piece of paper in front of your face, unless we invent that. Call it the scene ender, and it's like a little piece of premium card that just says like "over now." That would not be the first invention we have come up on this, come up with on this podcast. We've come up with quite a few. Have you got a, a link to the patent office so we can really lock this shit down? <laughs> no, honestly, no. we just we post it, and one of you viewers, listeners, can just steal it. So we we really need to get on that. Bad business. We should get it's on that. Bad business. <laughs> um, I think I've gone slightly out of focus. Let me just do my old. Look at my hand. Now look at my face. No. Oh, fuck you. It's not important, Tim. You can just be slightly blurry. <laughs> All right, maybe... I prefer myself slightly blurry most days. Like, yeah, it's good enough. Oh, your, your webcams look so much better than mine, especially um, yours, Bridget. That's you because look like you're in like a mirrorless camera. is a um, 4K camcorder. Well, that'll do it. That is balanced on a stack of books. <laughs> I actually I went early, early, early on in the pandemic when I didn't have a proper webcam and they were all sold out everywhere. I turned my phone. It's not fucking making any difference. I, t- <laughs> I, I found a little program to turn my phone into, into my camera. And I appreciate, like, phones are expensive. 
but they're also like really small. Yeah. So I don't know how I can then spend, you know, a hundred quid essentially on something that is just a camera and it's about four times worse than the thing on my phone. Okay. How is that the case? Why is this the case? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Answer know. me now. I demand answers. I must know. I do. Um I must know. But yeah, so this is kind of an expensive camera. This is literally the next last episode I was like, Oh, is my camera going out of focus? And she was like, Oh, I don't mind if it's a little blurry. I'm like, here's the thing. I paid a lot of money for this, so this bitch better show every skin flaw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to show see every, every pore. Every broken vein. You know, if I had a bad night's sleep last night, I want the viewer to know about it. <laughs> I want you to see these bags. Yeah. Ugh. I paid a lot of money so you could see that I do not sleep well. <laughs> um, <clears throat> ooh, attractive voice crack. We love to see it. It adds character. Thank you. Oh, I'm back in focus. Oh, yay! Love to see it. Oh, gorgeous. Um, should we maybe, like, do a question? Sure. Yeah, I think it's about time. <laughs> I think we've been going for 37 minutes. It's time for a question. Oops. Uh, hopefully we're not Sorry, wasting too much of your long. time. No, hey, I mean, literally, the only thing I ever have to do is make dinner. So okay. So, if Amy... It, the, the point at which we have to stop is when Amy starts banging on the wall with a broom because she wants roast potatoes. That's <laughs> Love that! Wow, a queen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, first question. If you were able to dig a hole through the earth and jump into it, would you fall all the way through, or would you stop midway at the core because that's where gravity is strongest? I think the... Well, hang on. I barged in. What's the room thing? Do I look like I know? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, I, I think they answer to this question, and if anybody has listened to the uh, Tim and Ben do science episodes... I'm literally them, thinking know. about that right now. I'm very good at science. The problem is, the problem is, I am actually quite well read. I just have a really bad memory, and I enjoy <laughs> being having fun more than being right in the moment. Afterwards, I'd much prefer to be right, but in the moment, I enjoy... So I get a lot of stick for not knowing how anything works, but I listen to so many science podcasts, I listen to so many history audiobooks, <laughs> and I just have none of the facts at hand. Um, but I believe, I believe that you would, you would, well, you'd die for a start. Okay. You wouldn't get to experience that aside. but we're putting it outside. <laughs> aside from the pressure and the heat, we all get it, lava. Yeah. Um, sorry, magma, because it hasn't come out of the ground. <laughs> I went to university for three years, can you tell? Um, so... So I, you, you go to the center and then and then you well you go you probably go past it you'd be going pretty fast at that stage. Terminal velocity would have how what's the terminal velocity of a human body? Fast. Oh, real fast. <laughs> like, fast. A lot. Over hundred miles an hour. Like loads. So you'd sort of like you'd go past and then I believe you'd sort of like one one more blah 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 blah, blah into the center because okay it's about the center of, center of mass and the density of the earth is is most so yeah, I think you'd, you'd end up in the middle, a sort of a pulpy, melty ball in the middle. Okay, I buy that. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I like the, the when you put it that way, it does make mm -hmm. sense. The question should be rephrased as what point, like, there are two points. Like, what point do you die as you're, like, jumping yeah. into this hole? And, like, at what point does your your body then experience all that? I don't know what point like you would like you burn would, up you would die about you'd die like a mile because the mantle is quite thin like mm -hmm. it gets pretty pretty hot and heavy into the earth pretty quick is hot and heavy the right phrase no it's not it's <laughs> we're gonna use it anyway <laughs> <laughs> then hot and heavy with the 
Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it gets pretty, pretty, pretty. Cause, Call yeah, it like, thrusting they're, they're forces a for a reason. Yeah. It... Tectonic plate humor. <laughs> Kabam. Use that on your next date. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, because like the the fact that the earth can crack open and you can literally look down and see lava at certain thin points in the earth means that it's pretty it's pretty close. Like you have hot springs mm-hmm. that are heated by terrifyingly hot rocks. That's not gas. That's right at the surface. So yeah, I think you'd you'd, you'd die pretty quickly. You'd you'd cook pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're right, but this is just a sort of like if you could do this. Oh, so we're saying, okay. So we're saying, yeah. We can somehow, they get a really cold shovel, you know, really cold drill, (laughs) just right through the center of the earth. We've invented a cold drill. They said it couldn't be done. (laughs) Well, you know what? They probably do that when they're drilling down. Probably part of it is is finding a way to effectively cool the drill. Because not only is the drill getting hot, it's also getting hotter around the drill. I mean, I'm also just just processing all of this as a person who almost failed physics. Oh, I, I I abandoned physics immediately, the, the quickest I could. I, I didn't even take it. I'm like, no, my brain cannot do it. It's um, got maths in it. Fuck it. <laughs> um, Bridget, why do we ask, off topic, but why do we ask so many science slash math questions when we are not science slash math people? Because we don't like, know the answer, <laughs> and our stupidity provides content for the people as we argue about what <laughs> potential wrong answer yes. we are Being backing. Unless it's like a proper science documentary where you've turned up for the right answer, being right is, is tedious. Yeah, it's not fun. No. <laughs> and that's why we elect the politicians that are most likely to be wrong for the entertainment. Mm-hmm. That's right, satire. Kaboom. <laughs> See, here's that'll, the thing. That'll take them down. As a person who is living in the United States, it was funny for like two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, shit, you do policy as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Oh, you get to draw the boundary. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. And it just, like, stopped. Like, at first it was, like, hilarious. We're like, oh, look at this idiot. And then it just, like, kept progressing. And we're like... It's like that, um, like, this is fine. Like Yeah, you know, the this is fine dog. Around him. Like, that's how it was for... I suppose it would have been much better if... if... And let's not name names, but the party that has an R at the start of it, that's what I'm talking about, um, was like, this guy's a prick. It would have been fine. But when they were like, well, we all think he's a prick, but let's just, you know, this does mean we can do tax cuts and stuff. So they're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and at that point, because of your fun system, as soon as they're on board, you're pretty screwed. Because you could have just like, you know, yelled things for four years and not got much done. But uh, yeah. Some people were on board the project for reasons that I'm not entirely. I'm sad quick, now. quick other tangent: the when he got COVID, my mother came into my room like I was still asleep, and she just like shook me on the shoulder very gently, and was just like, "Bridget, forty-five has COVID," and then <laughs> let me drift off back to sleep. <laughs> it was wonderful. And then you had the most peaceful sleep ever. Yeah, and then it was. It 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 does highlight the point that irony and satire, as much as I love them, really have no impact when people decide that they don't. Because the fact after everything he'd done and all the belittling he'd done of it, that he got COVID and had to go to the hospital, did not affect 
anyone yeah. doing anything. Anyway. Like not not a single person shed their mind about anything because of that perfect piece of satire does make mm -hmm. you think, oh well then this must be pointless. Because if that didn't do it, then this what simply will? must be pointless. What will? Uh yeah, so unfortunately I, I that's what I that's what I took from that story. Yeah. The memes were prime though. Prime memes. But uh, yeah. But at what cost? We need to <laughs> We need to turn memes to vote. Can we start a memes to votes campaign? And yes. then once we started that, can we work out which weight of memes will win? Because <laughs> you've got it you've got it you've got to consider the memes of the other side. Are they more meme? -y? Is there is there more memetics happening? There's is a whole the subreddit called the right can't meme and it's just really shitty right-wing memes i are they bad at memes? oh they're terrible at it yeah it's, they have it's just they have one the... joke they have like it, one it, shitty joke about how like you know is it about liberal cucks that i've heard so much about uh there's they have like one shitty joke about how like you know uh you know trans women aren't women or other disgusting bullshit that's not true it's a, it's a strong joke it sounds like a great joke well done everybody yeah <laughs> it's just that over and over again like get some first of all Get a better joke. First of all, fuck you, and second of all, get some better material. Yeah. We are. We can all agree that the baseline of this interaction involves the phrase "fuck you," but beyond <laughs> that, also have a better joke form. Yeah. You know? Do better. Even if this, if this, even if this was a proper joke, which it isn't, it's just hate. It wouldn't mm -hmm. be a good one, and that's a bad place to start yes. when you're looking for prime memes. Yeah, and I so think I really don't think we would be in trouble. I think part of the memes of the two sides is that I've seen like very liberal memes that like make fun of our own side and you gotta like, you know, be able to do that. Yes, the other side. They can't like... do that. There's no self-awareness. I suppose you have to start with a lack of self-awareness. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want to be a centrist because I'm not, um, although it's fine if you are. Um, is it? I don't know. Let's not discuss it. Um, <laughs> Because I don't know the answer, and I will get into trouble. <laughs> um, and, and I also just watched a terrifying Adam Curtis documentary. The upshot of Watch was like, mass movements like communism uh, align the population to a single cause, but almost always end in mass murder. But then individualism doesn't tend to involve mass murder, but involves the destruction of the self. And those are the two options. Anyway, the documentary's over now. So... <laughs> Go home, I suppose. <laughs> Think about that. What am I supposed to do with that, Adam Curtis? Um, it's very good. It's called. It's called. Can't get you out of my head. And I thoroughly recommend it if you want to be thoroughly depressed. Um, well, I already am anyway. So, so don't worry about it. You've already, you've already <laughs> hit rock bottom. At worst, you're gonna bounce. It's just <laughs> Tuesday for you. Uh, I've got, you know what? I've distracted myself with my own tangent. Um, we do that uh, constantly. What was I saying? I was talking centrists. Uh, no, lost it. Don't worry. You know what? It was, <laughs> it was probably ill-informed bullshit anyway, so we're all fine. Nice. Do we have anything else so, to say about what would happen if you jumped through the earth? I think we've covered it. That's yeah, covered question. every base. You know what? What about the time that Tim starts to talk about centrism, a topic which he's tremendously unqualified to talk about? It's time to move on to the next question. <laughs> I enjoy the way we that we get from point A to point B here by like traveling through point F first. Yeah. The ping pong method. Yeah. You know what? Actually, if anybody wants to learn more about English politics from somebody who knows about it, follow Matt Ford on Twitter. He seems to have the right idea about some stuff. Noted. There you go. He's a comedian. He seems nice. Love that. 
Um, okay. <laughs> so the next question I have is technically a two-parter. The first part is what would be the quickest way to show aliens that humans are intelligent? That we're intelligent? Yeah, like, we can't, like, necessarily communicate because we don't, you know, speak each other's don't, language don't, or whatever. Don't, we don't talk about our politics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep that away. We keep Put that, away. that to the side. I want the second part of the question. Uh, do you want us to? We're gonna do the first part and then do the second part. Reveal the second part. Is the second part gonna be some sort of gotcha twist? Um, no. Okay, cool. I just want to know what I'm dealing with. <laughs> so, what's that? What's that film where that lady teaches aliens? No, learns the, the alien language. Um. Oh, do you know the one I'm talking? Is it called Contact? Not Contact. The one where the big egg comes out of the sky and the horns go. Bwah! And then there's like a big glass panel and she's like, look at this shape. And they're like, shapes. And then she understands the language. No. Oh, it's not, it's not Wait, that old. Was it, was it, oh, it's recent? It's very recent. Oh. You know who's in it? A lady. She's a very good actor. <laughs> <laughs> and some aliens. Um, oh, blooming, blooming, blooming fuck. What's it called? Uh, you know what? And the rule is, you're not allowed to Google something whilst you're on a podcast. <laughs> oh my god, we people... do it constantly. I'm fucking Googling it now. What would I Google? What would I... What would I... Alien language Lady film. and alien movie. Learning alien language film. Can we... Uh, who said internet. you're not allowed to Google something on a podcast? Arrival. You know what? I learned it's called Arrival very good um i probably in that there's a podcast called um in fact you know it's stop podcasting yourself and jordan jesse go and on both of those they prefer not to google things and just tell people to get angry at other people who aren't them and also not to tell them the answers which is because the thing is, if somebody on a podcast doesn't know something they are then going to look it up themselves so there's no point in ever emailing the person on the podcast to say it was this because a you're the 800th person to do that and b if they cared they'd have looked it up when the podcast was over but the point is the film is called arrival Noted. So, and you know what? Do you know why I wanted to talk about Arrival? It's because I wanted to put it to one side. So I've taken a lot of time to remember <laughs> a film to say to put it to one side. Because in Arrival, they're, the way that the aliens kind of know we're intelligent already and they want to tell us something about the future, I can't remember. As one um, does. But it's all, it's all, a, sorry. I said, as one does. Sorry. I just as make my does. comments. Right. No, I just didn't, I just didn't want to blast past. Um, so you know what? We're going to stop. What was that? Sorry, you're going to share it with the whole class? But I did. Well, good, glad. I'm very happy that you invited me here. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm needlessly hostile. Um, so in that, they they uh, she sort of like learns the language like from base principles of like here are two things we understand and together that they mean it, and, and they teach themselves in that way. So that mm. seems very complex and sort of academic. So let's put that to one side. I'm glad we dealt with arrival. Um, so what you'd have to do is like. Like it would have to be physics, wouldn't it? It would have to be some sort of universal constant because physics works everywhere. So you'd yeah. have to sort of like find some find some constant that would work for everyone and say, "Hey, we get this." Like at the intergalactic version of like a dinner party where you're trying to show the other people there that you actually, you know, are smart and cool, um, and know physics. Um, yeah. So you have to find yeah some sort of some sort of universal constant that wouldn't be affected by like language. Yeah. I feel like it would have to be some sort of, like, math. Like, just show them some fucking calculus and be like, yeah, we get this. 
Like, but with that, but how, I feel like, how we... Sorry. No, I just was going to say, I feel like that almost, like, is language-esque. Like, Can you tell I never took calculus? <laughs> yeah, like algebra, algebra, algebra is not going to crop because yeah, algebra involves letters. Bang, mm-hmm. you into language. So we need, you need, you know what? Sick BMX tricks. Because that's that's cool. Whoever you are, mm-hmm. like, and that's physics. And the fact that they understand it's, it's a physical demonstration of physics, and also rad. Perhaps Some cool skateboarding. Um... Skateboarding. No, skateboarding would imply that we are less intelligent because the fact that you have to try so very, 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 very hard to do something that people go, oh, cool, and then walk. You have to spend years of your life trying to learn to do these incredibly difficult things for people to go like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's all right. Okay, yeah, you know what? Point taken. And I am also biased towards cycling because I do be loving to ride my bike. You love them wheels. I do. Actually, you once liked my tweet about starting about how it was a stupid idea to start stellar firma while i was on my stationary bike because i was laughing so hard and i couldn't breathe <laughs> you do need to breathe during cycling yeah i've i've built out and i'm gonna brag so everyone prep for a brag i have built up quite 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 substantial lung capacity because i i run because i'm because i'm a sweet sweet boy um i run with my mum every weekend oh it's when we chat um, and I've done that since I was like 15, because uh, I'm because I'm a chunky gent, and we need to keep that in check somehow. <laughs> so we use running, um, and now cycling. Um, and uh, it meant, and and, the, and we always started off by the fact I was doing my like GCSEs and A levels at that time. I can't remember which ones. Probably GCSEs at 15. I don't, I don't know. I was doing some exams, and I would revise by basically explaining the Russian Revolution to my mum to see if it made sense. So we're like, right, was it Kerensky's failures? Or led excesses that led to the to the fall of the provisional government, and I'd I'd explain it out loud so that I could remember it to write it down in essays. But that meant that for all the time I've run, I've always run while talking constantly. That's and impressive. That, after a while, that's so, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I started off by running very slowly. Um. So yeah. So now so now I have the ability to talk solidly and run at the same time. And I then did some singing lessons. And the person was like, why do you have such good lung capacity? Do you like, you do sports? So I was like, no, not really. And I think it's because I, I, I never shut the fuck up, even when I'm running. <laughs> so I've had to have very big lungs. Like I've got, I've got very, not very bad asthma, but I've got asthma that sort of put me into the, the reviews a couple of times. And yet I always do the peak flow stuff. And they're always like, fucking hell, what's going on here? <laughs> Your lungs don't work properly. Why are you hitting that high? And I think it's because I don't shut up. <laughs> Yeah, see, I mostly... And that's how we proved the, the aliens were intelligent, because we can talk and run. Ooh. Yeah, most of my biking is done uh, by myself, because it's either that or with my parents, and I go way faster than them. So I don't actually, like, cycle and, like, talk to people. That sounds nice, though. I'd love to do it. Someday. It's... it's you've, got, you've got to have the right running partner. Somebody who's willing to listen to your bullshit whilst they're trying to run. Oh, running is awful. I never do it. I never I... run unless I'm being chased. <laughs> I I like to run as well. I will equate, like, I, I go back to the gym now recently, um, and you have to wear a mask. So I will say running with a mask is very difficult because I'm getting back into running, so my lungs are probably 
shriveled up, but they're they're not they're not where they used to be. And putting a mask on top of that, yeah, I feel like that doesn't, doesn't help. Very, yeah, you can get those. They do. Well, I I I, I run with the mask mainly because I'd like to avoid people. But mm-hmm. there are very few places in Brighton that you can run where you're not gonna you know have to pass yeah. someone. I wear one anyway. And I got one of those ones that are for like biking and cycling. They're like those sort of like longer ones. Also, because I've got a big beard. And if I wear the ones that I just sort of get like tufts <laughs> the face, and it, it's not a good look. So I wear one that sort of goes over the whole face. Oh. And, down. and they work pretty well because they've got like a little like semicircle gauze bit that's like a bit thicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a little, a, little, a little face pocket. But I don't know about you. I've had uh, at the end of a run, like... It's gonna be gross. You get a wet face. You understand? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your face gets wet, um, and that's when it sort of like soaks the mask, and then the mask sort of starts like sucking onto your mouth. Oh my god, that's the worst! <laughs> and you just sort of go. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's, it's not good. I, I have been using. I, I work in a hospital, so I um, get the free like you know um, the hospital ones, like like these kind, like the, the classic. The, yeah, yeah, the disposable ones, but um, so that's why I've been using. But like, I realized during my runs, like, I really do be like eating parts of this. Like, yeah. it's stuck in it. I'm inhaling it. Like, yeah. a forbidden snack. Forbidden snack. <laughs> I like to eat particles. A forbidden snack. <laughs> yeah, investing in like my parents got these really nice ones because they're they're sort of like trying to trying to keep active that are great like they're made out of that wetsuit material Ooh, like, and they've got mm. like little metal ridges and i was like oh they're really good and they were like yeah they're like 40 quid each <laughs> like, <"Fuck it." laughs> no thank you yeah no thanks no thank you i'll spend 10 pounds thank you very much i'm currently <laughs> my drama in my life is i'm currently dealing with a with a semi-broken washing machine which is yikes ugh. when it comes to when it comes to being an adult i want a pe- some white goods break it rarely gets worse um, and what has happened is we got some cheap shitty masks just for like, oh, I need to pop out, yeah. and I just, mm-hmm. I, I, need, I, I just need one of them. Um, and you do wash them, and it disintegrated and got sucked into all of the bits of the washing machine. Oh, and I no. can, I can see them, but washing machines are constructed in such a way that you can't get at any of it. So I like that you had the washing machine out today, like took the back off, and it's like, hey, there's a plate here. Cool, can I take off that plate? Not unless you detach all of the electronics. Well, why the fuck would this be the case? It's a filter. I'd want to get to the filter. So I, I spent, yeah. So buyer beware. Cheap masks will cause to have to spend 150 quid to get a plumber out oh to fucking take off. Because it's like, I could do it. I could take it off. But, I'd but will I make it worse? It I would, would I hook it back up together right? Oh, I don't know. And when a washing machine goes wrong, it goes wrong big time. So I think I'm going to have to. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I think I'm going to go to somebody to repair it. I don't want to. I don't have enough money. (laughs) Donate to my Kofi so I can repair my washing machine. (laughs) 
to bring it back to capitalism, as it always has to be. Gross. But also, yeah, I feel that, especially because I am an unemployed bastard. You bastard. I always thought that. (laughs) Bastard. Um... Do you, so you work you work in the hospital, Maddie. Mm-hmm. Yes. What do you what do you do in the hospital? Um. Well, I'm actually going back to school next year. Um, I I'm just a secretary there, and uh, I answer patients' phone calls. Um. But it's just uh until I go back to school. Do you do you deal with a lot of hospital drama? Yeah, actually, there's about a lot this. of it's sad drama that I shouldn't delve into. Mm, no, I no, I mean like the sad part is like you know patients like sometimes it doesn't always end up well, but like I'd say like there's a lot of beef between like nurses and doctors, nurses and it's always the nurses. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So so your your stance is anti-nurse. I'd just like to establish this on the on the podcast. You are you're anti-nurse. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, I'm not because I realize there's like many of the. All right. Oh, Bridget. Oh, okay, you're back. Um, a lot of them though, like, how do I put this? Like, support um, the horse that was in the hospital, and I don't know how you could do that and uh, and be taking care of people i was very it's very just like how... i was very concerned where this was going when i said so you don't yeah. support nurses and your immediate <laughs> response wasn't like no no obviously i support nurses um yeah I, but i understand yes difficult diff- 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 they're making it difficult for you <laughs> yeah it's, it's just like i don't understand it get, and it's just the nurses get, get the horse out that's what i said i, I know I and thought don't he was out. Like, why, why are we inviting him back in? Don't invite the horse back in. Lock the door. <laughs> Constitutionally <laughs> lock that stable door. Yeah, really. Yes. Um, I think a fun way to show aliens that we're intelligent would just be to show them any oh, yeah, David Lynch movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then shame them about it. Because they're like, we don't get it. And you're like, oh, you don't, you don't get it. Oh, well, some people don't. And they're like, no, 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 no. We, we, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. So, no, sorry. When I said I didn't get it, what I meant was I just, you know, I think, I think maybe I got it too much. And then you're like, oh, cool, cool, yeah, yeah. And then they have to leave because it's too awkward now. I'm literally so, like, I'm so obsessed with David Lynch to the point that it's really annoying. And I don't get it. Like, I watch it, I'm I, like, I, I don't know what the fuck that was, but I liked it. I watched Erased and then thought, I don't know, this is for me. I'm not sure. Bridget, sure you were just talking about I just that. talked about Eraserhead on the last episode of the podcast because we were talking about, like, things that are really popular that we're never going to watch, like, no matter how many people tell us to. And I was like, I feel like I'm being mean to people right now because I'm listing a lot of stuff that, like, people like and I don't want to be, like, really mean about things that make people happy because as long as you're not hurting anybody, yeah. just watch what you like. And I understand Enjoy. that people can turn the exact same thing around on me because I am the kind of person that watches Eraserhead and genuinely enjoys it. And I'm sure plenty of people see that and are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Exactly. I'd like to know what the fuck is wrong with you. Because what the fuck is going on with any of that? There's a ghost and a radiator. The the baby is sort of a horrifying thing-esque thing. I mean, I'm sure it has some deep-seated meaning, but I I don't want to sit on that chair. I just, I find the cinematography particularly beautiful. Sure. Oh, hey, it looks good. Well, you know what? It doesn't look good. It looks striking. Like, it's got a real thing about it. And I like that. 
but unfortunately it also just contains like clashing noises for the most part of the film like yeah like, see i'm a person to... that unironically listens to like 100 gex i don't know what that is is oh. that a young person thing <laughs> i mean kind of actually is that for teens <laughs> listen to money machine and i think you that... can't make me <laughs> or, or don't you don't have to if you don't <laughs> You know what? I think I've heard 100 Gex. Is, is 100 Gex one of those bands which is like a cultural touch point for This Is Confusing? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Because, like, I, I. What would. Um, not Boards of Canada. What's that math rock band? Um, Actually, here, you know what? I'm going I'm to just play a little snippet of the song. I don't really care if we get copyrighted because it's not like we're making money anyway. Do you, know, do, you know, do you know Battles? No. They're. They're very good, but they definitely fall into that sort of like, this is slightly harsh to listen to. Like they're they're making aggressive noise mm -hmm. for, you know, obtuse reasons, Here which I enjoy in their particular brand. Are you gonna get? Are you gonna get um, a DMCA takedown? You're a piss baby. You think you're so fucking cool, huh? You think you're so fucking tough? You talk a lot of big game for someone with such a small truck. Boom! Take that. Yeah, Take it's that, a lot. Small. Take that, you small trucks, fuck. It's a lot. <laughs> and oh, I'll be, like, very, just running... Very early... Like, I'll just be walking my dog, just, like, running errands, and I, like, am just, like, listening to that. Like, just doing, like, household chores. And I'm just like, yeah. It, it, it sounds... I think maybe it's the vocoder. Vocoder? Is that what's going on? Not vocoder. Um, Autotune. Like, the heavy... The heavy... Yeah. The heavy use of autotune. It's a lot. It's very early 2000s. Mm. Um... I wouldn't really know. I was like five in the early two thousands, so that was yeah, not. I mean, no. I mean, I was I was a worldly nine year old, so I had a big. I was really plugged into the music scene. Well, I, I mean, you think you have more conscious memory of the early two thousands than I would. Well, you 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 underestimate how shitty my memory is. I could barely remember what happened three years ago. You know what? I genuinely think it's quite helpful for trauma because there is some unsettling. I've had a relatively reasonably fine life. Like I've very rarely had any sort of like big major that's going to fuck you up events, but I have had some quite some quite like like I'd rather not remember that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. as everyone does. Uh, and luckily, I genuinely have forgotten them. Like I know that they happened academically, mm -hmm. but I just I, I've just got such a bad memory that nice. I've forgotten all your, the your mind has rejected them. <laughs> nice, not, like specifically about trauma because you know that you know selectively forgetting traumatic events can in itself cause problems it's yeah. just a general sort of like being out of anything that happened more than a couple of years ago <laughs> and i have a very poor perception of time as well so all of my memories of the past all basically feel like they happened at the same time and that mixes up the order and so again it's mm -hmm. just very difficult to get obsessed about any of it because i don't really i just haven't got a handle on the details <laughs> i love it it just it's quite helpful it, it makes it very hard to hold a grudge like, there's one person I hold a grudge about, and that's because they said they, they called me up and said they were going to call the police because I tried to kill them. And that really, that stuck. <laughs> that stuck. Okay. But again, I'm, again I'm, I'm more academically grudge holding because I, I can't remember any of the emotions of the time. So I'm not like upset, but mm -hmm. I am like, oh yeah, that, that seemed like a weird thing to do to me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to assume you weren't actually going to kill them? You sure, yeah. 
no, yeah, no. <laughs> and, and you know what? And you know what really, what really stuck in my craw because I'm now doing a you know mid-morning drive to radio show where I talk about things that stick in my craw. Um, <laughs> was that the method that they said I tried to kill them with was so nonsensical? Like if I'm going to try and kill you, I'd have done a better job. They do it right. I could do it right because what happened? is I was moving some stuff out of the house and I, I didn't really live there anymore and somebody had like left the hob really you know like on a gas hob and sometimes you don't click it off fully and yeah so there's like a tiny look it's a tiny little bit of gas so you can smell a bit of gas in the air but it's not enough to blow anyone up mm -hmm. you know it's that sort of level like don't do it yeah but it's not like you're gonna die and somebody had done that and I I was moving all my stuff out and we we're moving my stuff into storage and one of the things I had in my room was lighter fluid so I was like, well, I'm not, I can't pour lighter fluid down the drain and I can't put it into storage. So I just left the can on the kitchen counter, basically being like, if you want this lighter fluid, enjoy, because I can't take it with me. And they were back and they were like, the gas was on and there was lighter fluid on the counter. Cool. What did you think those two things to do to each other? This, this, this liquid and this gas, neither of which had ignition source and one of which was in a can. Yeah. How, what, at what point were those two things going to converge to cause death? Also, the neighbours are nice. Why would I want to hurt them? It just, it made no sense. Mm -hmm. you'd, you'd poison something you knew they were going to eat. That's how you would do it. Mm -hmm. If you were, which I wasn't. Noted. I like that on the record. Good to know. <laughs> we love to hear it. I feel like I've given a very poor representation of myself. <laughs> yeah, I think but showing I aliens a racer head would either prove that we we're intelligent or start a war. Yeah, they'd be like, was this an insult? What are you trying to do to us? Was it psychological warfare? Kaboom. Could be. So maybe like Could just be. that really extra weird episode, like episodes of Twin Peaks. I now, I might be, I might be about to upset you. Oh, it's fine. You, I because you like David Lynch. I started watching Twin Peaks with both of my parents because they were like, yeah, it was on in the nineties, but we never like really watched it. Watched it. So started watching it with my mom and dad. My mom dropped out because it was too weird. My dad dropped out because yep. it was too weird. I'm the only one who finished it, and I have seen it three times. Yeah, and I, and you know what? I it the weirdness didn't upset. I I quite enjoyed the you know the bit where they, they remember uh, the bedroom, and then in the memory that that frightening Bob is what's his name? Is it Bob? Yeah, it's Bob. Is is crouched in the corner, like that shit me right up because that is like a very good sort no, of like. You know like, what? It's quite a silly scene. Like if you if you watch it like completely cold. He's just sort of in the corner like this. And like, it's not... It's but not then in context... Image. But in context, it was fucking terrifying. Because like that like, fucking scene where he like crawls over the couch. Oh, <sighs> it's all bad. It's all bad. So good. Um, and I was... Yeah, when I say bad, I mean I, I do mean good. Because yeah. I'm a teen. And by bad, I mean good. And by sick, I mean great. <laughs> um, and by rad, I mean deeply irradiated. Um, so I enjoyed, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed that. And I think... I just I just fell off of it and I don't know why. Like I enjoyed everything that I saw, but I think I got this strong feeling that it wasn't building to anything that I could grab onto. Like I felt like these are lots of interesting weird things, but I didn't feel that at any point anybody was gonna do anything where I was like, Oh, I, I see what the point was. Yeah, and Which I think I that is why some people kind of fell off with it, but also because like second season like the first season Possibly one of the most perfectly executed seasons of television ever, in my opinion. But then, 
they like didn't know how to handle the fact that they were successful because like you know david lynch had never done like a tv show before and i can understand why it like fell off and why people kind of like were like eh but that's a whole other episode i could go on for literally fucking days well i think wasn't the case that one of the reasons that don't tell her what the reveal is i'm making her watch it with me at some point but you're (laughs) right this one yeah so the, the thing the thing that happens far sooner than it should have was because of Midway. network pressure because of network pressure which is fair enough that's not david lynch's fault if the network was like do this or we won't put the show on then you go then you then you've got to do it so i get that but yeah there was i like the shit with a log just that lady oh i log. love the log lady here's my little funko pop of the log lady you got fun <laughs> <laughs> no you don't understand like, i have I'm, like five books a mug three t-shirts uh one two three four funko pops um stickers on my guitar case and i noticed in the mirror it is unhealthy (laughs) like scary yeah um third tangent third tangent (laughs) we're smart you mentioned you're, you're 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 a horror fan. Yes. Um, I just watched Color Out of Space. Have not Have seen, seen that, one. that. It's pretty good. Now it is a Lovecraft story, and we can all agree that Lovecraft can get fucked. But he's yeah, fuck very that guy. dead now, so it's not like he's getting any money. So, but it, it is good in in a very like because it's Nicholas. It's a Nicholas Cage. He's in it, um, mm. but it's the kind of film where the fact that he's his approach to acting is that of a toddler's. Um, is actually in its favor because he's sort of supposed to. So in the like way it works in like Wild at Heart, more Lynch. I did not like Wild at Heart at all. I just felt like it was a joke the entire time. Like everything that Nicolas Cage did in that film, I was like, why? Why did anybody say that this was? Fu- why didn't David? Oh, sorry, 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 Nicholas, can you stop? What the fuck are you doing? So I just had a quick question here, and the question is, what the fuck are you doing? I couldn't get past that. <laughs> okay, valid. Get Completely that. valid. I'm so sorry. No, I it's fine. Keep on talking about how oh, it's good, fine. I, oh, it's fine. It's fine. I'm having a lovely time. Oh, here's the, the thing. I will love. talk about how weird David Lynch is, like. And I don't forever. think that's a Lynch problem. I think the film was fine. I just, I just can't get past Nicolas Cage in certain contexts. But basically, any time when you're supposed to even take him vaguely seriously. Is yeah, okay, valid. Yeah, like Bad Lieutenant makes sense. Cool, fine. You're an ass. But when you're supposed to have sort of some sort of emotional stakes with Nick. I struggle. But anyway, I'll stop insulting the things you love. Um, um, I, I, that's a lie. Next time it comes up, I'll do the exact same thing. Why do I lie to people? <laughs> Why do I feel the need to lie? Um, but basically, yeah, in, in that, like, uh, a, a space rock comes from space and, and fucks shit up. As they very, do. Have you, see, have you seen The, the Thing, the, the carpet, John Carpenter's The Thing? Mm-hmm. That style of, like, ho- body horror sort yeah. of like the upsetting practical puppets it's very much like the rock does that to people and i'm very on board with that i I'm, the, the the director of it is like one of the old school horror directors like b-movie horror directors who's come back for his new mm-hmm. you know and it's, and it's gone very well i can't remember his name but anyway i i can thoroughly recommend it because it's quite good in that it's 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 quite scary in a sort of uh not uh something's jumped out and it's gonna freak you out but in a sort of uh, this is upsetting and there's no way of escaping it cosmic horror yeah. way and also they do a very good job of being like the the horrible creatures and the sort of weird alien 
creature infection world that it's creating is also incredibly beautiful as well because essentially what's going on is the creature is like well this is the environment i have on my home planet and it's actually quite beautiful and quite pretty up until it turns you inside out and fuses two people together and it becomes a, a thing like thing um suffice to say i recommend watching it i don't have an end to this other than i watched it <laughs> and it left an impression and i can thoroughly recommend it that kind of gives me like actually movies actually like working to unsettle you and being like kind of beautiful even though they're really fucked up like hereditary midsummer yeah 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 love those so that actually sounds like it might be right up my alley i think it's like there is definitely a point where you're like bloody hell the cinematography of this or at least the visual the visual language of this is great like the acting in it is is perfectly fine the script is very much an afterthought to everything that's happening like all of like the it's one of those films where if if all of the other stuff wasn't working together, you would say it would just I'm be sorry, bad. What what did that character say to the other character? Yeah. Nobody has ever said that ever. No one would ever communicate like that. Yep. A lot of those lines are coming from Nicholas, and that, I don't think that is Nicholas's fault. He's just saying the lines that he's been given. But a lot of them are the kind of thing that you would. It sounds like it's gone through Google Translate a couple of times. Um, <laughs> but it's everything else is good enough that you mm-hmm. don't really really worry about that. And there's um, a young lady in it who is is very good. She's sort of sort of the main character on it and does a very good job yeah love to see it that's him film recommendation well i mean again unemployed bastard who isn't doing anything i can watch as many movies yeah and it's on it's on amazon netflix it's on one of them it's on the streaming site so you don't have to rent it love that so do do aliens think we're smart now is that what i hope they do um but here's the follow-up yes if you meet an alien in space, not on a planet, you're just sort of like, you know, you're both in your little, like, pods, you're floating around. Who is the alien? You're both aliens. Oh, kaboom. Kaboom. <laughs> Mic drop. Take that. Take that logic. Um, yeah. Yeah, actually, I think you might be if, right. If you're not on each other's planet, like. Yeah. You're both, so. you just both have a little space. Passers-by's. So I like it. It's the, the spirit of the question is that like what? What do you imagine an alien is? No. Any life form? I mean, oh, yeah, maybe from your planet. I feel like that's the true definition. Yeah, probably. Like it's mm. any any living living thing. I this might be a cop-out answer, but I wonder if it's if mm-hmm. it's really possible to, because all of the reference point you have for any sort of creature is stuff you already know carbon 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 based life forms largely in a biome that you're used to you know mm-hmm. like like the fact that we can just go to a different part like deep sea fish are like deeply confusing in Upsetting. the structure and that's still on your planet so if mm-hmm. you sort of like magnify that for let's say you're from a fucking gas giant and your your base molecule is nitrogen how would you even begin yeah. to think yeah that? and i think that's why a lot of a lot of um uh sci-fi films you end up with sort of like uh, an intelligent gas cloud or you know just something where it's like well it's kind of difficult to not design a creature that's just like oh it's a big weird squid with a face yeah. um or it's, it's a, a horse but the hooves are brains um you end up with sort of like amorphous cloud yes yeah. You just get in. You get into that difficult territory very, very quickly. 
Um, and it might even be the case that even if you did see it, it would be difficult to perceive it for, again, reasons of the, the way your eyes and brain have evolved to interpret things would not match up necessarily with how other like the fact that there are like some camouflages that animals can do on our planet that make them almost impossible for your eyes to pass um would mean that like a an alien yeah you might not even be able to see it even if it was there mm. i've tried to be right again and <laughs> i'm i mean i'm fascinated so that's completely yeah. fine i was just yeah, gonna it, say some i don't know something dumb probably <laughs> Well, again, that's the point, because that's more fun. Something just dumb is much more fun. When Tim says, oh, well, I mean, what about these factors? And everyone has to go, yeah, that would make it tricky, Tim. It, it doesn't lend itself to badinage. That's fair. Okay, so I guess then if you met another carbon-based, like, being, sure. sentient being, so similar environment, but just, like, different from humans, from a yeah. different planet... It'd probably be four-legged, wouldn't it? If we're talking about a land, if it's on land, probably. Um, it'd be because, like, we are we're quite unusual in our in our bipedalness, aren't we? Like, what's what's the other? Are there other bipedal things? Like chimpanzees are partially bipedal. Yeah, I think we are pretty. Uh, we're kind of the only ones. I don't think it's anything else. Walking I think so, um. So, space horse is what we're Yeah, essentially, space horse. <laughs> it's a space horse. You both meet up in the cosmos. Who's the alien? I think I might have to agree that it's both. It is both. It's got to be both. Because otherwise, that's a very that's a very colonially imperialist view. Yeah. And we've, mm -hmm. just, and we've just escaped Earth, presumably to escape that kind of stuff. And the first <laughs> thing we do is say, you're the alien and I'm the regular one. Nah. We're just starting again. You None know, of that. let's let's next gen this. We're <laughs> we are sailing out on a scientific mission to bring everyone together, so we can't start with a divisive point like, "Hey, you're the alien." Mm-hmm. I like it. I, I like that answer. Was the original series? I've not watched the original series. Star Trek, you understand? Um, is it a little bit tricky because it's from the sixties? Um, yes, but it was also remarkably progressive. Is it one of those ones then where it's like, hey, they did a great job on this for the time. And so there's definitely lots of points where you have to sort of really grit your teeth through. It is imperfect, stuff. but they also like first interracial kiss on TV. Star Trek, the yeah, original true. series. And was, no, you know what? I was about to, mm, is this belittling a, an important part of, I don't think it is. Because William Shatner kissed every, everyone. You are right? correct. At a certain point. So was it? Were they trying to make a point, or did they just get to the point where it's like, well, running sure, out of people? We're running out of people, so let's make a. <laughs> I have a friend who's much more well versed in like, point. Star Trek in general, and also like, the production of it. And apparently, it was like they did make a pretty big effort to like be progressive. I'm glad because I'd, I'd like I'd like it to be the case that it was a uh, you know hey stuff's bad let's make a point as opposed to a sort of like well that'll get them talking yeah kind of thing, if you get mm -hmm. what I mean. like you'd, you'd hate to find out it was basically a cynical marketing move yeah uh, i suppose in 60s america i don't think you could make that a cynical marketing move i'm sure you cause a lot more problems than 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 you than you gain out of the yeah. chat 
at that time. So fair enough. Hey, well done for the original series. But yeah. Okay. So uh, speaking of publicity moves, this kind of... The next question is, do you believe this conspiracy theory? Which we've done before with various ones. And the conspiracy theory in question this time is this. That awful live-action Sonic design. They dropped the bad design first to get people talking. They were always going to fix it. Well, I, I honestly... How much did they animate with that... Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Prior design. Well, I didn't see it either. <laughs> that, like, I did. You missed nothing. Oh, Shocker! Okay. Good to know. Ben but, like, is fun. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But, like, because animation is so costly and so, like, so much time goes into that. Like, if that was true... But how much free publicity, publicity did they get? Unless you're what you're saying is they just presented it. Well... Yeah, they could have just I had the trailer. I can't even rec- yeah, like, oh, here's this shitty Sonic, and then they were all the while working on... The good one. The better. They could have yeah. just had the trailer animated, because that's what? Two minutes of footage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm. I I would totally believe... I could I could see it very reasonably being a, a fuck-up, just because I know with, um, like, CG effects houses, like, um, is it uh, oh god, Leica, is it Leica? The animation. There was there was an animation house, and they did like two really successful films, and one won an Oscar, and then they went out of business because the economics behind like animation, especially CG animation and effects mm-hmm. workshops, so bad that you're like you haven't got enough time. They're not paying you enough money, and they, they constantly change their mind at points when they would have need to have made that because there was um that robert downey jr dr doolittle like, oh people, oh my god the people that directed it the guy that directed it was like oh yeah we'll just put the cg in and the people in the cg were like no 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 if you doesn't want work like that there, you, you have to shoot it in a way where we've got scale and we know what the lighting situation is and we know exactly what's going there and we know where it, and you've got to move you can't just say put a lion there because mm-hmm doesn't fucking work like that so i can totally believe that like they were sort of rushed <laughs> into doing stuff and we're like, like this and it was too late to do anything about it and then the backlash was so strong that we're like no we need to change this because mm-hmm. people are upset by our you know sonic because he's got human legs um, <laughs> god that was upsetting <laughs> well it's uncanny valley it's it's very yeah why Ooh. is this hedgehog got man's legs <laughs> Why have you presented me with a man's legs? Bad. <laughs> this ungodly set of mangams. <laughs> so I, I think I'd, I think I'd say, I'd, oh, but I can also, I'd say I don't. I'd, I'd say honest mistake. Okay. Because I think, I think they'd also the cost benefit of like the amount of like fanboy backlash when you're trying to get the fans on. You know, you want, you want that horrifying mass of internet comic book fans mm-hmm. on your side because if they turn on you you know they'll do you know review bombs and i think i think the mo- the movie executive fears and more than they're like ah oh, we'll poke poke the bear for for publicity purposes see i think you just got me I realized on your I side said comic books. I, re- I realized it's a comic books and he's not a comic book character he's a game character but like that sort of yeah yeah because like 
my original thought is like so many people had to approve this at so many different points like this can't have been a mistake like so many people could have caught this but you make a solid argument so i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna take your side with this one oh yes and also i've dealt with a lot of very large companies and the idea that lots of people having to improve things makes them better is a, a, a logical fallacy of it, there is the more people that have to say yes about something the worse it is going to be mm-hmm. by a pretty a pretty solid yeah because basically what tends to happen at least in my experience is somebody goes here's a thing but this person and this person have to say yes and they both look at it and one of them goes yeah but can it have more youth culture orientation and the other one says can it be more dark and edgy and then both of those bits of advice go back to the same person and both people that have to approve it have to see what they want mm-hmm. so you get something that's sort of both and neither and now we've run out of time i feel like it no that's very true i feel like uh the more people have to approve something just the more like far removed from the original concept yeah. it becomes Okay. And then a decision yeah. gets made at that end that has nothing to do with this end. Mm-hmm. Like when they, um, there was that famous building. There was a, there was a building. I'm, go- I'm gonna say Chicago, and they had to build it so that the supports weren't on the corners. They were on the center of the building, and they did like a very innovative design. So it was like a square, and the bottom three floors were missing, and it had these support pillars, but they were like in the middle of a side rather than on the corner. Mm-hmm. So it like, sort of looked very distinct. Mm-hmm. It's worked out a really cool way of doing that. I think there's a 99% invisible podcast episode on this that will give you the information much better. But essentially, they did this design and it was all great. And it went down and down and down the chain until it got to a, a, a an engineer on site who was like, ah, oh, well, we could rivet this and it'd be a lot more cost effective than welding. And then the person that was approving it was like, oh, yeah, on buildings, rivets and welds and these sort of structures are fine. You can You could do one or the other except in this particular design you, you cannot. cannot do that different you cannot change that and, and it didn't go back up the chain to the person that had designed it the architect and so they built this building with these rivets and then somebody worked out that like a one in 20 year hurricane event in chicago lots of hurricanes i think chicago it was hurricane alley it was like this building will fall down like it just will oh, we've no. designed it in such a way that a reasonably bad hurricane will make this big very big building fall over um, and so they had to wait that can't have been Chicago anything. that's Illinois that's no? not hurricane territory that's tornado oh, okay. territory tornado oh maybe I'm well hurricane is no tornado alley I've forgotten which one's which I don't understand mm-hmm. the difference between tornado yeah tornado alley that's a thing tornado alley yeah. um, a, a windy city of some kind um and so, it, like, they basically did it at night when people were still, like, using the building and they secretly went in and re-welded everything. And then later people found out and were like, hey, why did you let us stay in that building whilst it was, like, a building that was going to fall over? And they were like, we didn't want to cause a panic. And they were like, oh, cool, thanks. Thanks for not <laughs> causing a panic, you fucks. Yikes. Um, but I think that was one way it was spotted by like a grad student. A grad student was looking like they were like, oh, look at this great new design. And somebody was like, hang on a minute, that can't be right. And like wrote to the architect and the architect was like, fuck off, I'm a great big architect. And then quietly they looked into it and were like, oh shit, they're right. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yikes. Yikes. Okay, hard left it's turn. It's another edition of Tim's half, Tim's half remembered podcast episodes. Love it. Hard left turn. Um, 
can water with crushed ice be considered water with pulp? No. <laughs> What's the definition of pulp? <laughs> um, gonna have to what Google that. Pulp? I feel like pulp, pulp is like a. It, it's not a liquid-based substance. There's gotta be like you know. Pulp is pulp is the leftover solids. Yeah. <laughs> the the... of whatever. Well, hang on a minute. If if you if you could yeah if you could if you could take like a solid block of ice and melt it in such a way that like it left some crushed ice bits in it, mm -hmm. then you had a solid object. You liquefied some of it. And then some hard bits remain. That could be pulp. Uh, I mean, I uh, feel the... like if it's gonna melt at some point, perhaps oh, sure. it is. <laughs> but hey, don't we all? So is like crushed. <laughs> is yeah, when we jump into the earth. When um... we jump into the earth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like like what about cr crushed ice? Is that just like, that's just like water pulp? Like, or is it water bones? Are you, are you... I, I is water without ice water. boneless water? Boneless water, deboned water, <laughs> deboned fillets of water. <laughs> did you did you get a did you get a pulp definition? Um, yeah, I've got a soft, wet, shapeless mass of material. But I feel like that's talking more about like making like paper than like yes. when things happen to fruit. Although I suppose it is a soft, wet shape because it's 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 like it's like leftover um, cells. Yeah, it's like the, the the walls of the cells that contain the juice. Hmm. And that is especially with for some reason my eyebrow raising a very upsetting phrase. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think no. I think no. <laughs> I think the answer is no. I feel like Pulp that's something you drop onto the Twitter timeline just to like have everybody like be really uncomfortable and then leave. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. Hey, is ice a wet, shapeless mass in your drink? Discuss. And like... wet, shapeless mass is what they called me in high school. <laughs> so, I didn't even well, go to high school. I went to secondary I... school. <laughs> I mean, technically, ice does have a, a shape. Like, it, yeah. it doesn't have. So. Was, it, was that the pulp definition? Wet. Yeah, although nothing shape. is shapeless. Yeah, true. Everything has, even gas has a shape. What about snow? Is that just water pulp? I mean, it, yeah, that's water shaving. I... Shavings. Like pole shavings. Interesting. Deep I feel like if here. I had to choose between the two, out of ice or snow and equating it to pulp i feel, I feel like, like snow, snow fits the definition a little better yeah she's soft yeah you're probably right she's soft snow she's soft <laughs> <laughs> tiktok and twitter have like rotted my brain where <laughs> wait, i just like wait, wait. <laughs> call inanimate objects like she and he are like saying like we like i'll pass like just like a random ass tree and just be like oh we love her yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad it's like when I I, I, I heard, first heard the phrase dummy thick. I'll just start referring to anything as dummy. I don't care. It's a fun phrase. Look at the cup. It's dummy thick. Because it's earthenware. Trexel, um, I'm trying to yeah. sneak around in the vents, but I'm dummy thick. And the clap of my ass cheeks keeps thick. alerting security. 
<laughs> Clap of my ass. My canonically yes, swole ass. Screen. My canonically, it's a big shelf. It's a it's a flesh shelf, <laughs> and it won't quit. It refuses to quit. You know because it's 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 a very strong union, and you can't get it to quit. I like had to explain to her like why the clone is like canonically ripped. <laughs> you know what? That was entirely an accident because <laughs> Ben was like, well, "I'm doing this," and I was like, "Okay, well, I'm not going to say no to you because that's the whole point of improv." And then it's like, you know, we can build this in. And that's where most of the plot has come through over the years. I love that. We say something and then we're like, oh, we should probably build this in in some way. But yeah, yeah. That, was an, that was an interesting conversation. <laughs> A lot of things were an interesting conversation, especially like the Hartro foot thing. Entirely Jenny's fault. Entirely Jenny's fault. We held no responsibility. She introduced the foot thing. He merely ran with it constantly and wouldn't drop it at any point. So I think that's Jenny's fault. Noted. And also, it's how we learned how to do um, the audio for that. Because if you're doing that, you have to stuff your fist in your own mouth to make it sound like you're talking. It's very difficult to pretend like you're talking around a mass. Yeah. <laughs> but if you go... It's the muffling. That's the mm. truth. I'm, I'm talking about my art. So if you could all look Apparently when they were filming... Apparently when they were filming The Elephant Man, part of the prosthetic, like, went in his mouth to, like, mess yeah, with his speech patterns. Sense. Another David Lynch yeah, film. Yeah. Probably his most accessible work. I've not seen it. Oh, 10 out of 10. Like, the most publicly consumable David Lynch piece. I'll give it a whirl. Absolutely fantastic. Also, Anthony Hopkins is in it. And John Hurt. Great time. Who, who plays Merrick? Uh, John Hurt, and I think Anne Bancroft is in it as well. Like, a lot of big names. Yeah. Which yeah, is funny, because John that was, Hurt. like, one of his first, like, not-for-art-house cinema creations. Yeah. And somehow he managed was, to bag all like, those hey, people. You, re you really need to make some money, John. Uh, so, um, uh, Dave. <laughs> yeah, like, you gotta, like, do art something. stuff is real great. Uh, but eight people watched it, and it cost $2 million to make. So could <laughs> yeah. you just make something accessible, please? Could you, please? But I'm... Yeah, I don't know how he managed to, like, bag all those names, but great time. Well, I suppose if you're sort of like an art house director, if you're like, you know, the filmmaker's filmmaker, it doesn't, yeah. you know, you're not box office gold. I think you can sort of... You can like, you can do this movement, and then they come. <laughs> don't entice them. Come hither, Anthony. God, come I wish that were young. me. Big Welsh bear. <laughs> He was good in Westworld as well. I haven't seen Westworld. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So many good movie reviews on this episode. <laughs> you know what? It's a golden age of film. I've always said it repeatedly when not asked. Oh my god, that's like me. My job is just bringing up movies that people don't want to hear about when they did not ask for it. Exactly. <laughs> It's the true human pursuit of greatness. I like it. Enjoy my stuff, whether you like it or not. <laughs> All right, so... Before you start your own podcast, no one can stop Yeah, you. exactly. <laughs> and, like, everyone asks me, like, what I'm doing. I'm like, well, I've reached the I started a podcast phase of quarantine, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're uh, at that level. That says a lot about my mental state. <laughs> Therapy's expensive. I started the podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a valid choice. It's a valid choice. <laughs> so the last thing we have on the list is we're going to make an alignment chart using the Stellar Firma characters. 
And the alignment chart is this, and I'm gonna I gotta open it up here. And here I have the little meme generator. Just gotta get it. And I'm gonna like stream it so both of you can see. Oh, I should also hide my toolbar. Because no one needs to know what my bookmarks are. That is your own secret shame. It's my own secret. <laughs> it's just, it's fan fiction. It's all just fan fiction. Great shame. <laughs> no, actually, there was an episode where we were like, I think that was the one with Emily, where we were very, very vocally in support of fan fiction. So, you know, don't be ashamed. Enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah, hey. I, I've read some fan fictions where I, I would not enjoy that. Hold on, I think I gotta close my eyes. Real quick. I haven't ever read any fan fiction. It's a fun time. Yeah, yeah. I think I problem is I, tr I struggle to read. I, I mainly listen to audiobooks because I struggle to to, Valid. to to maintain a book, and unfortunately, they don't really. You don't really get audiobooks of fan fiction. <laughs> the best you could do, you put it through Microsoft Sam. Okay, can we all see this? Watch stream. Yes. Okay. Yep. So I have all of the characters written down on a fun little list piece of paper. And so basically, we're just putting them on this chart. Would never stab anybody. Would stab someone in retaliation. Yells, yep. I won't hesitate, bitch, first. Would stab yep. without warning. Or would stab somebody as a warning. I have strong feelings on a few of these. For as do I. So, but since we're making this together... That's where the uh, fight together, comes in. Together, or I get to choose because they're my character. <laughs> <laughs> Except only one of them is my character. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll let, I'll let, I'll let host first. Um, oh god. Well, the first character I have on the list is Trexel. So I mean, like, I'll, I would love to hear what people have to say. I mean, it's it's got to, it's got to be yells. I won't hesitate, bitch. First, that because, does feel very right. It's, it's a big stand, but it's unclear whether or not you've got the uh, the gentleman's testicles to to go with it. In terms of, like, I feel like Trexel talks a big game a lot of the time, mm -hmm. and yet has very little follow up. So he he might stab you, but only if he's absolutely certain that there will be no risk or danger to to him down the line so he's not sort of like stab as a warning not not like without warning either because he wants to gain something from it so i think i think he's a i think he's a okay he's a mouth he's a mouth over trousers kind of gentleman <laughs> I I buy it. it's a very reductive phrase but trexel Geisman is a very reductive figure so i'm going with it i buy it i like that make that a little smaller okay so next person i have david seven our sweet slimy clone boy I don't know. Because, like, he really is filled with rage. Yes. It's untenable rage. But, when it comes to acting on it... Yeah, I think I think it's a very seasonal question. Season one? Never. Would never stab anyone. Nope. Season three? I think we're getting to retaliation. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't know. Technically, if we want to get like really down to like splitting hairs here, we could do that. But is that is that weak sauce though? That's what I'm saying. 
Is it is it is it a, a bo bottle of ketchup, half ketchup, half water? Nobody wants it. It's not a refreshing drink. It's not a lovely condiment. You've gone down the middle and you've upset everyone, including your parents. Um, I also just uh, I believe that ketchup is the devil's smoothie. No, <laughs> I put ketchup it's on disgusting. everything. I'm oh. a barbecue sauce man. Oh, oh, interesting. You know, sometimes, you know how like in the in the eighties, somebody would like pull some cocaine on like the back of their hand or like into a fingernail and like snort it up. Uh, yes, I've seen fire I... walk with me. Next question. You understand. <laughs> um, and um, I'm like that, but with barbecue sauce. In that, I'll just sort of like get, I'll just sort of like get some of it onto the back of a hand and then just sort of like eat it off the back of my hand. As, um, as a light I love snack. me some like barbecue sauce and Dino nugs. Ah, uh, you know what? Because I'm we're we're largely vegetarian now, and so we the dinosaur nugget has left our life. But quorn? Do you have quorn over there? Q U R O N. I do no, not believe we do. Spelling Q U O R O. It's like like a like a vegetarian chicken substitute brand. Where, oh, like, we have do, stuff like, like that. Nugget. It's not that brand. Yeah. Well, over here it's 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 quorn with a quorn. Quorn. Very interesting. Um, and they and they started doing dino nuggets and amy Ooh. literally sent me the link to them and and said you must buy these at sainsbury because i can do them um so i might have to special order them but yeah a dino a dino nugget i get the, i get the feeling we would we would get along <laughs> you and amy just based on that alone just someone yeah, yeah, with yeah. that much love of dino nuggets you're, you're, you're nug aligned <laughs> i do love to see it i love to hear it okay here no yeah. so i you know i I I probably go I probably go would never stab anyone I think he would want to they would want to rather sorry, um, but I think they would I think they would I think they have to end up on the side of light. Yeah, especially with the whole now, I... clone revolution bit that seems a bit yeah. counter revolutionary. Where, where have we got to in the re I've got I've got to be careful about what I say because I can never remember where we are in the release schedule. What's happened to the clone revolution at this stage of release? Um. Went and talked to all the other Davids, and they're kind of just like useless, shapeless little pudding oh, okay. boys. Okay, we, we've got, we've got, we've got, we've got past that bit. Okay, and we've got but, you yeah. know some some ennui post that. So he's in flan stage. And now we're kind of moving past that, but and but then we just got an intercepted transmission from Galactonian, which I'm really excited about. Oh, it's very exciting. Extremely. I know, oh, I know, I know secrets. I know you special, do, and it's taking all of my strength in... not to ask. Oh, please don't, because I'll forget and say it out loud, and then I'll be in trouble. I won't, I won't, I won't. And here's the thing, I don't, I don't want to know for myself either. Like, I want to know, but I know it'll be better And also, we, I had to, I had to, we sent over the thing, and like, because we, we sort of like do a little bit of a trail of sort of like, you know, all these things coming in, um, and then that person's name just made it into the credits. I was like, no, the whole point of this is it's a surprise. <laughs> we cannot, the week before they turn up, just put it in the credits. Yeah, yeah, so, that kind of doesn't help. Hopefully that has not been because I've said don't include it, but I also said don't misspell our name on the merch because I know we had a misspelled title and that didn't make it through to the person that was controlling the merch. So we'll see. Oh boy, we will see. We will see. All right. So the next person, Hartro, Queen Hartro Feltz, mm. love her. Yes. I feel like I'm just saying that about literally every character. I'm, hey, I'm glad. I'm glad that you like the characters. Uh, absolutely. Uh, hmm. I think she I, like. She would. She would. Well, I just don't know. 
Because she tried to... There was an attempted murder. But that was in retaliation for years and years. And I mean, here's the thing. I'm not saying the attempted murder wasn't justified. Yeah. Which is... Which is... Because also, is um, are we only allowed one for each? No. Is it very much? We a... have we have okay. more people than we have categories. So it would be between would stab stab someone in retaliation and would stab uh, as a warning. I would say. Interesting. I like because... as a warning, but that also yeah. feels like a little bit much. Because I think not to read ahead. I think Imogen is as a warning. Interesting. Because Imogen is very much like, I'll I'll kill you. I don't mind, but it is it is an extra thing that I have to do. So, Maddie, do you have any I'll... thoughts? Um, I know this is asking a lot of you because yeah. you met these characters two days ago, but I want you to be included. Um, I would say in in the middle of the two, honestly. I Without I don't warning. I don't think we can physically no. demonstrate that on this chart <laughs> why why do you think it wouldn't be uh stab someone in retaliation i th- i'm leaning more towards retaliation i don't know if i like the fact that she thinks punishment is like just like exercising a personal fetish of hers well, it's never been established whether or not Hartro is actually... Is it just the only thing that works on Trexel? Because I don't Why think Hartro is ever like... Why yeah, else? I love this. Um, yeah, and I know, Jen, I know Jenny, as an actor, is very much like, ooh, I wish we hadn't started this. And in improv, there is definitely a blurring between, between character and person. Yeah. Um, because upsettingly, Trexel Geisman is basically all of my worst instincts melt. Only one character. You know what? Um, as one does. As one does. <laughs> it's like Alan. You have Alan Partridge over there. Um, no. Alan Partridge is a tremendously successful character of a guy called Steve Coogan, who's basically like the the worst kind of small-minded radio show host, who just sort of like I don't get feminism. Maybe it was because I was at the shops. Sort of a kind of a guy. Like, okay. He's not like actively being horrible in public he is horrible but he's sort of like just very small-minded and self-obsessed but gotcha. also shit um and basically after a while there's definitely things that steve coogan thinks in you know you know you know when you're like a bit tired and something happens and you think oh this and then you go oh no not that yeah no, that's something i'm saying because i haven't eaten like you get you get a lot of a lot of that mm-hmm. um again this would make much more sense if either of you who Alan Partridge was. I think I get a... The, the English viewers, I thoroughly recommend watching Knowing Me, Knowing You, and I Am Alan Partridge, and the film they did, Alpha Papa. You will not be disappointed. It's it's good stuff. Noted. Um, yeah. Who's, who's next? So since you brought up Imogen, she is actually next on the list. Hold on, I'm gonna add text yeah. and actually put in all the little dots. Does that actually stand for anything, or are we just? We, you know what? Because it was, it was, it was Imogen, Imogen, uh, the actor's name. Yeah, Imogen uh, Harris. Sort of making making reference to um, the thing that Johnny did, where he just kept naming people after their actual names and making things very difficult. Love that. Um, and I did come up with. I think Ben and I came up with um, 
an acronym for it, and then we didn't save the document. And oh no! <laughs> so it just stands for Imogen. Oops. It stands for Ima- Imogen, Mojen, Ojen, Jin, and. <laughs> well, if I ever come up with something, I'll let you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I wish because I I remember being really <laughs> fucking pleased with myself when we came up with it. So I was like, yeah, that actually works. And then we just didn't save in the fucking document. So, yeah. Ouch. But I, oh, man. Ouch. I think it's better this way. It adds lore. The lost definition. Ooh. Um, but I think I've made, I've made my feelings clear on Imogen. So what, what are other Would people's Would stab thoughts? as a warning. Um, I feel that. But I like I don't know if they would stab David Seven as a warning, like but just David Seven specifically, like anybody else. I mean, I mean, it's it's come close. It's come like, close, a... but I have seen a lack of follow through on on Imogen's part. Like sh- they're yes. always alert in security. Have they ever shown up? Well, you'll have to find out why that is in the finale because there is an answer. <gasps> oh, it's exciting. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but the thing i think i think imogen i think because there is a point at which imogen does like you know start to start to fire the guns and then it turns out that the guns are out of ammo yeah you know in at some point in the show spoilers which you can't say after you've said the thing but it's it's about a season ago now um so i think i think there is a certain amount of like don't do it don't do it don't do it don't do it please don't do it please don't do it you've left me no choice so, okay. Like, there's a lot. There's a. There's a lot of warning. It's not like first. First day gun walls. Yeah. I don't know. I'm being I very domineering I... because I've such strong opinions about these characters because I've had to. Well, deal of course with them you do. Years. <laughs> also, also. No, you know what? I'm not going into that. I've already been into it on a podcast, and people are going to start worrying about my um, ability to let things go. So, I'm not going to talk about that thing. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> Noted. Now, I'm, I, there's there's a podcast. There'll be a one shot podcast that Ben and I are on that will come out at some point in about three months, and you'll understand what I'm talking about when that comes out. Okay. So, Noted. Fine. Noted. Everybody's <laughs> been noted. Tim's a very good guest. <sighs> All right. Um, yeah, I yeah. think I am gonna kind of agree with Wood Stab as a warning, but like after a lot of warnings, like stabbing is probably your last warning with Imogen. Yeah. I'd say so. I'd say okay. So. And it, would it would it affect David? It'd just snap the blade, as we've seen. Yeah, really. My boy's so thick. Yeah. Whereas whereas Trexel, he he's soft. He's so soft. V soft boy. He's soft. <laughs> Why do I talk like this? Why has the internet rotted my brain to this point? <laughs> and I also enjoy the feeling of using these phrases and being very very remotely acquainted with their definitions which occasionally gets me in trouble because sometimes they mean very hateful things and I don't know Yikes. and I get overexcited and use them anybody who's watched the streams will know when I've had to be told about that oh boy oh dear oh boy okay who's, uh, who's next next we've got Bathin the man the myth the legend oh Bathin excellent Bathin Great. come on it's 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 great duke if true <laughs> uh, i'm hearing uh, trexel right now not tim oh what a what a fuck i'm not that <laughs> swear on the podcast that bastard um yeah actually yeah. now you can do all of the swearing that trexel is repressing you fucking 
you you fuck boy. You're a fuck boy, Bathin. Get out of the airlock. Um, I mean, come on, Bathin's chill. Yeah, I don't think Bathin would ever stab anybody. No. Maybe you know what? Maybe Bathin's people, without the knowledge of Bathin, because again, Duke, we're talking about, uh, you know, a feudal system here. This is true. And even if the even if the dictator of a feudal system is is you know benevolent of, a, of like an is benevolent, you know, as we learn from Terry Pratchett, it doesn't matter if the next in command is you know evil in the name of the king, then then it's all fucked. So, but Bathin personally. Yeah, I don't think he'd ever stab anybody. Maddie, Maddie, would you like to? Would you like to? I feel so bad. I, I feel like I'm learning so much, though. Like, okay, well that's something. This, this side take, and then when I listen, I'll be like, you know, they were that. right. Yes, I, yes, I remember that being interrupted with that. Opinion. Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> okay, next person, number one of standards. Oh. Job. Yes. Where do we? Where do I we, think. Where do we put that? I think. I think number one, along with number forty-eight, would sit. You know what? They'd be on either side. Like number one would be stab without warning, on the side of would stab as a warning, and number forty-eight's got to be would stab without warning on the side of yells. I won't hesitate, bitch first. And I okay. Think that works intensely well. I was gonna say number 48 as a solid, like, wood stab without warning. Yeah. Just because of the amount of talking about murder hammers. Oh, I love, I love, because Rachel, who, Rachel, um, my brother's wife, who plays, is sort of quite a, 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 not shy, but like, not, not like the person that would yell, I'll kill you, I'll kill you, you bastard, I'll kill you. Yeah. So sort of like, coaxing the anger out of her in the recordings is a, can you say that more as if you're an evil goblin is is a direction i have to give quite a bit <laughs> i love that that sounds like such a fun time <laughs> i would love to unleash my inner evil goblin oh it's a good time it's a good time yeah i'd, I'd agree with what you've done there i'd agree okay. with what you've done there i like this because num number one's more machiavellian yeah like they've got there's there's plans there. Number forty eight's kind of just like they are essentially a weapon. Yeah, yeah. Number number forty eight is is has no has no end goal. You just kind of number wind 48. number forty eight. You wind them up, point them in the direction that you want the stabbing, and let them go. Yeah, number forty eight's your Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, after this, I can, I can also recommend that people read the Prince. The, the Machiavelli book. It's 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 a short book. It's a really short book, and it also gives a bit of like um, context because I think the reason because Machiavelli's got a really bad bad rap because they, he wrote this book basically being like how to maintain a dictatorship. Yeah. But obviously he was doing it in a world where that's just how governments were. There was no real, there was no such thing as a democracy necessarily, and he mostly wrote it because he was in exile, wanted to get back in with like the Borgias because he was like I'm fucked otherwise so he had his reasons and I think was actually a Republican a small R Republican um, so not as not as evil as reported just just did a really naughty book I suppose one of my favorite it's a good book. Twitter interactions book. with somebody who was like I was arguing with this like right wing guy once and I told him and I was like talking about like 
socialism and stuff. And he was like, oh, you expect me to read the Communist Manifesto? So I said, well, I mean, it's eight pages, so. Yeah, it's not long. And if you're going to argue about something, probably probably know what it is. Yeah. Dick. <laughs> Just a thought. Oh, love that. Right next to each other, because I did a politics degree, and so I have to own these by law. Oh, wait, you did? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mostly what it taught me was, ah, oh, it's very difficult. Yeah. And then that was the end of the course. No, no, no solutions, only questions. <laughs> yeah. Journalism and media, baby. And a film minor. Fixed. Solved. Everything's fixed now. God, I wish. Okay, next person. Getting to the end of the list here. We've got Mr. Sigmund Shankaray. Uh, mm. Maddie, have you got to Sigmund Shankaray? No, I have not. <laughs> I tried to give her some episodes, just be like, don't listen to this, Does context doesn't matter, just meet this character. Let it watch you. Yeah. I, I, I think I think Sigmund Sigmund's Sigmund's a coward. Sigmund's just a you know. Sigmund's just getting by. I don't think Sigmund would would stab. Okay, I, I buy that. I, 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 don't, I don't think he's got the guts. <laughs> See a little bit. I'm like a little bit like maybe he would because he makes so many threats. But like, would the man actually uh, follow yeah. through? I know. I think he threatens on the behalf of other people. Like he's like, I'll tell on you, and they'll do a bad thing. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think Sigmund's getting blood and blood on his loafers. Slimy boy. <laughs> he's a slimy boy, and not in also, the not in the good way that David is. No, he's not this good. He's not this good, good slimy boy. I also, it's fun because obviously, um, we've got the 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 pronouns of David were like, uh, sort of started, um, sort of he him slash other, and it's yeah. very much sort of ended up as sort of like he they or just they, depending on you know, yeah, play, player's choice because obviously it's uh, you know an evolved character. Mm-hmm. But all of the all of the language I have to describe people, uh, like ends with the word boy. Oh my god, like, same. You know, and 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 I often have a little bit of a cognitive dissonance around like, oh no, I've just gendered David wrong. It's like, but no, that's not. It's about it's like when you say, like, hey guys, let's do this. It's not like, hey men, hey all the men in here. Yeah, I, I almost like a... use boy as like a gender neutral term. Yeah, yeah, same, mm. same. So I'm just glad it's not just me because I often like mid record, I'm like, oh bollocks, I've done that thing again. Yeah, I'm like always yeah. calling things like a what, like in this, you know, this kind of boy, that kind of boy. Yeah, I slimy, slimy boy. We love it. All right, so we got two more people. We've got Paradrac. The wonderful Alice and Thea Scott. Let's see. Will I spell this right? I can type. I think stab without warning. Yeah, I I'd, I'd agree. They don't I'd care. Agree. They don't care. They're drunk. Yeah, they do not care. She drank. I'm also like trying to fit these so perfectly. It, it doesn't matter, but <laughs> I want them to be perfect. It matters to you. It matters to me. Last person, Enola. They're very non-confrontational. Yes, like hyper, like that is lack of confrontation is really their whole deal. Yeah. Uh, but, but if, if it was pushed, yeah. I think yeah. I think 
Oh, yeah, I think, I think, I can't remember, in, in the episode that Enola's in, does mm. she threaten, does, do they do they threaten Trexel? Probably. Directly? Or just insult Trexel? I think borderline between I won't hesitate, bitch, and um, would send someone, I think that would be my, my only, and you know what, I think it's very fitting that the only character that's sitting on the fence between two categories is Enola. Enola. Yep. I think that... <clears throat> I think that has a certain a certain poetic. Um, I like it. it, Maddie. Thoughts, feelings, vibes. Vibes <laughs> and vibrations. <laughs> We're here for vibes and vibrations. Oh, whoopsies! There we go. I could get behind this. Okay. From my limited listening, um, I feel like. I'll revisit this episode once I watched all of them. Yeah. You know, like, no, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that's what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember. Okay, so. There we go. Download that later and stream. And you can tweet it out with, with like, it's a Tim-approved chant. <laughs> it's, got, it's got canon approval. <laughs> we love that. Yeah, this is actually the, like, furthest ahead we've ever recorded an episode um because you know for us we've just kind of been like dipping into our social circles for guests at this point and like for us and our idiot friends you know last minute whatever but now now <laughs> i'm now you've got a booked guest <gasps> yeah we gotta get it together so this is the furthest ahead we've we had ever to book recorded these an episode at least three days in advance come on well the actual funniest thing is that the reason that i had to like try and like crash course her in stellar firma is because we assumed that a person with like you know an actual real adult with like a paid job who like does things we assumed it wouldn't be like yeah we can do this saturday it would be like two months well the thing is uh, i i very much was like this would be a thing that i'd like to do but if i'm not careful it'll be a thing that i intend to do for months and years so if i've got a free afternoon book it straight in because <laughs> i'm i i never know what i'm going to be doing more than about a week in advance which is a real headache for the people that have to organize my work with like, like, <laughs> shout out shout out to katie the producer uh knower of pain um so yeah so yeah yeah i have got a real job but it happens on the weekdays so i'm free i'm around so if anybody else wants me to come on things and you've got a saturday afternoon free that's my sweet spot good to know <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i wanted to guest on more things because i've i've not really i've not really guested on much stuff because we've been either making this show mm. and it's the first show i've made so it's sort of like been slightly all-encompassing mm. um or other stuff within rq which is lovely but it's sort of you know still in the rq university still is sort of for the telephone podcast feed so it's nice it's just nice to do it's nice to do some other stuff i enjoy it also means i have very little that i have to sort out i just turn up and yell that's my favorite kind of job. Well, you're always welcome to do that here. Turn up and yell show with Bridges and Maddie. Yeah, that is essentially what it is. That's how uh, we advertise ourselves, and whether or not that has impacted our ability to actually get people on this show, who's to say? Who's to say? I mean, don't don't change yourself for other people. I'd say. I'd say be. I'd say be the you that you want to be. And Good if advice. the podcast listeners come, then great. And if they don't, then fuck them. <laughs> That's <is> solid. <laughs> it is appreciated. So that is technically the last thing we have listed for today. We've been going for two hours. 
Wow. Oops. This is our this is our longest one, I think. Yeah. I'm definitely sure that when I go out there, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a cranky partner looking for taste. Oh no. Sorry. I'm gonna blame you both. Gladly. You're gonna get you're gonna get angry tweets. You're gonna get angry tweets from Amy saying, "Why? Why have you restricted me from my <laughs> access to potatoes?" Um, I would love I'll to be angrily that. tweeted at. I'll, I'll I'll let Amy know. I'll let Amy know. I'll give her the Twitter handles. Great. Uh, depending on how tired she is, you might get a tweet, or you might not because she's asleep. It's possible. It's always possible. She has the sleeping patterns of a cat. Love that. Right. Love that for her. Uh, yeah. So thank, th- thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. I suppose would be the only oh. thing to say. Oh my god! Thank, thank you for you. coming. <laughs> yeah, it's a pleasure. Enjoyed it. Um. So just go back through this, and and if I've strayed into a topic. And embarrassment because I just keep talking until people stop. This is me. a this is a minimal editing job. We chop uh, off yeah. the beginning and the end yeah. and then well, just saying, put it out there. If you, if you see anything truly, truly unacceptable, mm-hmm. just snip that right out. Just snip, just say, hey, Tim won't mind. He wants to <laughs> he wants to remain in the internet's good graces and he doesn't want to have accidentally implied he feels something horrible. Because I have a tendency to explore three viewpoints at the same time, whilst not thinking any of them through, and that causes problems. So, for what is, and I said something bad, it's because I made a mistake, and I'm sorry. And just let me know. Very good to know. All right, so um, we will be back again next week. Uh, keep a lookout for stream announcements, just sort of other stuff coming from this channel. Hopefully, fingers crossed. And yeah, anyone else have any concluding thoughts? I think in addition to be the longest episode, we have also taken the most tangents. So I think yeah, this is like a record breaker. Good. I'm very glad. We're very I'm, good I'm, at that. I'm glad to have been part of that journey. Of, <laughs> I heard a thing once and I'm going to say it now. <laughs> Here's the backstory. Here's the backstory to the backstory. Here's the pointless backstory that I'm only introducing to, to ignore it. <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Maddie Robbins, featuring very special guest Tim Meredith. You can find other episodes of the podcast on Acast, Deezer, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at MR5MAR, and at StellarTim. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, Follow us on Twitch and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature. Thanks for listening!